Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Paranormality. I'm Pirate. I'm Josh. And we are Paranormality. No, we're not. Paranormality. UK. (laughs) (laughs) What we got today, mate? Okay, so today uh, I thought we'd cover just religion in general. Is religion actually a paranormal thing? Mm, interesting okay because so many religions across the world have so many similar stories they're all sort of you know believe in some kind of benign deity that oh, deity it, i've not heard that word before have you not no okay. what does that mean <laughs> uh, like a god you know a, a deity is sort of another word for god um most religions i believe that a god is not seen mm-hmm. uh but believed in. It's down to faith. Okay. So it's not actually in a body, it's just there, in, in spirit. Yeah. Oh, well, is it? I mean, is it? Is, is it actually a, a man with a beard sat on a throne in a celestial place? Wow. We're getting deep already. We're getting so deep. <laughs> I mean, and like, miracles. Oh, miracles. Miracles have got to be paranormal, don't they? How does a guy feed 5,000 people with three loaves of bread and a couple of fish? Yeah. See, I've got my own theory on miracles. Okay. So should, should we go straight into go, it? Go straight into miracles, mate. So, miracles. What, what actually got me thinking about miracles was Pulp Fiction, where is it, I always forget his name, Julius, Samuel L. Jackson's character. Oh, Ju- uh, yeah, Jules. Jules, yeah. Jules. Where he fires that gun and it misses oh, the guy. Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, they get, get shot at, don't they? Yeah. Like, well, it must be at least six rounds out of that massive gun. Yep, misses him every time. Yeah. And I'm sure they reference a miracle for that part. And that got me thinking. And I think miracles are just extreme cases of coincidence. Okay. If it Does that make sense? So it, it's just, what are the chances of that? It's probably one in a billion. And then because it doesn't happen, you know, ever or at all yeah. or very slim, it's considered a miracle. Because it's like, oh, what are the chances of that? There's actually one one in uh, 1.4 billion chance. So okay. it's, it's kind of like a, 
Oh, wow. That never happens. Well, what about Jesus feeding the 5,000, though, with just three well. loaves of bread and a couple of fish? Did he to like give the first 10 people a meal and everybody else was like, actually, not hungry anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we want to get into that, I don't, I've got to be careful because I don't want to insult or anything. The people that believe in Jesus and God, I'm going to be very respectful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Obviously. So I, mean, I come from a religious background. My father is a minister of a local church. He's not like a full-blown reverend, but he he does go around giving like sermons every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was brought up with a, quite a religious background. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm going to treat myself as particularly against like Christianity. If we're going to say anything offensive, then <laughs> I'm probably the one that's going to get offended by it. So if I'm not offended, we're all good. Okay. <laughs> well, I believe the, same as Noah's Ark and Jesus feeding the 5,000 and the stories of Jesus in general. I think they're just stories from back in the day that have just, as time's gone on, uh, people believe it. But to me, it, it doesn't seem realistic. So it could have been one of those things where he actually only fed 15 people. But right. yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it's just snowballed over the years yeah, and yeah, it's become yeah. this epic story of uh religion and belief and there's not actually that much into it yeah like the noah's ark thing we know from science and fact there's billions millions of different species and oh yeah how could he have actually fitted two of every species (laughs) it's just not plausible it's not well. Fish wouldn't need to be on there. It's only <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'd be all right. They? <laughs> Land animals. That would be the best time of their lives with that flood. <laughs> yeah, um, but actually, um, with with the flood, that has been proven scientifically that that historically did happen. Oh, it did. Yeah, yeah. Several thousand okay. years ago, um, the. Uh, because you got to remember that the Bible was all written around like the Holy Land in the Middle East, mm-hmm. very dry, you know, uh, area, very a lot of desert, des- desertified, yeah. And I, th- I think it was like maybe three or four, maybe five thousand years ago, something like that, when the flood actually did happen. I think the, the separation between Gibraltar and the top of Africa happened, and that flooded. That sort of created the Mediterranean Sea and the Black Sea and, and all that sort of mm. thing, which wasn't even there before. If you look around the shorelines of Greece, you can find um, archaeological artifacts or villages that are underneath the ocean, are underneath the sea. <gasps> like so Atlantis. The, yeah, sort of like that, yeah. So the flood did happen. There is scientific proof of that happening. Now... One man getting word from God and telling him to build a boat and house every species. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a story. And it promotes good values. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I think, if I remember the story of, uh, of Noah and the ark, um, God was uh, very disappointed in humanity's evil ways, debauchery, and all this sort of thing. Yeah, he went so, from naught to a hundred. Yeah, he kind of did that. Mass genocide is the answer <laughs> to, to, to cure all problems. We just let this one family alive, and now everybody in the world apparently is related to Noah. Oh, right. So we got incest there as well. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. 
But, <laughs> but no, the, the Old Testament of the Bible is, I've, I've if, I, if I'm right on this, I think has been rewritten many, many, many times from different religions and, you know, going back in history when you go, you know, into Sumerian and Egypt and all that sort of thing. It's the same stories just being retold with different people and, and yeah yeah when we names. when we studied it in school um it there's a lot of similarities between religions and some of them like you say some of them actually believe the same thing but with insert different name or insert yeah. different place and a lot of the beliefs are still the same yeah um and uh it's it's a weird one isn't it religion because there's very good values in it like the ten commandments yeah, yeah. You, I think everyone should live by those. You know, thou shall not steal, thou shall not kill. I can't remember Covet the other eight. By thy neighbor's wife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, don't know the other seven. No, <laughs> but we won't go through them. But it's it's all still good morals and uh, beliefs that we should all live by. And really, I guess religion back in those early days was kind of the way society policed itself. Mm. Like the law of the land. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you want people to behave themselves, tell them that there's a god up there that's going to be very angry if they do covet their neighbor's wife. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll go to hell. Yeah. I mean, when you get to the part of religion that is the afterlife. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's kind of what most people are concerned about who are religious. And it? it's what's going to happen to me when I'm dead. Yeah. Uh, am I going to go to a good place? Am I going to go to a bad place? Or do I just not believe in that afterlife at all? For like mm. atheists and stuff, they just believe you're dead, you, everything goes black, and that's it. Yeah, that's the quite end. sad. It is quite sad. And for my, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step up here now, right? But my personal story. Yeah, go for it. My my mum died this year, a few months ago. R.I.P. Thank you. Um, lovely woman. She was very religious, very Christian. Um, she, uh, she had a nickname for me. I have to start, I have to remember to tell this story in the right order. Mm-hmm. She, uh, Cause when I was a little boy, my, my real name, everybody is Chris or Christopher. Uh, I, everyone calls me pirate these days. Um, but when I was a little boy, I had trouble pronouncing the word Christopher mm-hmm. and it always come out as Kester. <laughs> and so That's my sweet. my mum adopted that as her sort of pet name for me. Mm. So every time I'd go around mum and dad's house, it'd be, hi, Kester, come and look what I'm doing in here. She had a bit of a Brummie accent as well. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Kester, come and look at this. Hi, Kester, come and see what I've done here. And that sort of thing. And that's what that's what my mum was to me, you know, just this lovely woman who you're always doing stuff and always wanting me to mm. get involved and that sort of thing. And... um a few years ago, uh, I ended up having to get my mum and dad to look after my dog for me, mm-hmm. and my dog my dog was called Doobie. Doobie, <laughs> yeah. lovely. Doobie matches the bandana. <laughs> yeah, and um, that dog she she latched onto my mum, and when my mum was diagnosed with cancer, uh, the dog was just. She was like became part of her right leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, she they were inseparable. They were mm. like two fingers crossed together. They were just inseparable. And the, that dog, I mean, it did. It was with her for probably a good eight or ten years. 
because my mum had cancer for a long, long time before she actually died. The dog died first. Okay. And we buried her in the back garden. Mm -hmm. The dog, not my mum. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) That took a dark turn. You caught me off guard there. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, moving forwards. Now, when my mum was on her deathbed, uh, I I was there that on that on that day the day she died. Mm. Uh, we we were taking it in turns to go in and be with her, talking to her. And one of the things that I said to my mum was, I, I said, "Hey, mum, I I know that some people don't believe that animals go to heaven, like dogs don't go to heaven, but mm. I do believe that they go to a better place." They made a film about that. All dogs do go to heaven. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it's called. All dogs, All go, dogs to go to heaven. It was a cartoon. I remember it. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I believe that dogs go to heaven because mm-hmm. they're an innocent soul. Why, why wouldn't they go to a better place after, after yeah. that? So I said to my mum, while she was on her deathbed, I said, when you get there, can you find Doobie and just say hello to her for me? Because I miss her, mm-hmm. you know? And she was mum's dog as much as mine. So, you know, if there is an afterlife and a better place, I was sure that mum was going to find her. Mm -hmm. That's sweet. And I I didn't actually stay there until the moment my mum passed away Mm. that day. Uh, We'd been there all day. No food, no coffee. Need my coffee. Mm -hmm. So uh, me and my partner, we came home around about half past four. And I was fairly distracted for the rest of the day, obviously, because I wanted to stay um, till the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had to get back for something to eat, and, and uh, Haley hadn't eaten all day. Um, so we, we got some dinner, and we were just sat watching TV. Can't remember what was on. But all of a sudden, I can remember the time, 7.35 in the evening. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, I heard my mum's voice, clear as bell in my ears, say, Hi, Kester. I found Doobie. She's with me now. Wow. And that was it. That was all I heard. But it, it gave me a little start. Mm. You know, yeah. I didn't see her. I didn't, she didn't appear as an apparition or anything like that. But I heard my mum's voice call me my pet name and tell me that she'd found my dog. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And half an hour later, Dad rang me to tell me that Mum had died at 7.35. Wow. That day. The exact time of the crossover. The time, yeah, literally seconds after she died, I heard a voice in my ears. Oh, it gives me goosebumps, mate. That is a true story. Mm. You know, so the afterlife, I personally, I believe it's there. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm not going to be so arrogant as to say it is a, definitely Christianity is right. Heaven is there. Hell is there. If you're mm-hmm. good, you're going to go to heaven. If you're bad, you're going to go to hell. I don't know. I personally, for me, I think it's probably the afterlife is going to be what you make of it yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're generally a nice person and have a positive outlook on life, I think your afterlife is going to be quite a positive thing. Yeah. You know, and if you're generally negative and, you know, a bit of a bastard, then your yeah. energy is going to have that still lingering. So, yeah, you know, and that that possibly is like the cause of some of the evil sort of spirits and poltergeists and activity and that sort of thing. That's my take on it anyway. Well, I think you're right. I think that's the key word is energy. Because I, I do believe similar to you where it's, I, I don't think it's just in the ground, that's it, you're done. 
there's there's nothing. I, I do think there is something. Uh, yeah, so, the, the soul yeah. is your energy. I mean, your body produces electrical impulses all the time, particularly in your brain and that. Like, mm-hmm. And th- that energy has got to go somewhere. Yeah. We all come from stardust. So. We do. We do. And yeah. I think that energy gets dispersed and uh, you, you could either... If, you, if you're completely content with your life, maybe your energy does just get dispersed and there's, there is no sort of real afterlife. Maybe the, mm-hmm. the atheists are correct in that sort of instance. Yeah. But I believe your energy, it knows that it's come from your body and it could sort of congeal, if you like, and mm-hmm. remain in a certain place or attached to certain people or, you know, that sort of thing. So, mm. yeah. Cause you always hear stories of, um, when people pass away, um, I'm sure it was my mum said a similar story where when her mum, so my nan, um, RIP Gladys, lovely woman, she was a nurse. RIP. Um, RIP to her. Um, I didn't actually know her that much because she died when I was young. Uh, I knew my granddad more. Um, but when she passed, uh, my mum was in the States and she got a phone call. And she felt an energy. She felt a presence. And she said, I, I feel like my mum's here with me. So it, it goes back to the whole energy thing. She didn't see anything. She didn't necessarily hear anything, but she just could feel, could feel it, yeah. like something was there with her. So like you say, it could be energy passing on to someone or being with someone. Yeah. So um, it's very interesting. That, that is quite often the case in like hauntings as well, though, isn't it? That people will... F- not, there's not necessarily any physical proof of the haunting when mm. people just feel like they're being watched yeah, or, you know, stuff like that. I, I think with my experience and with your, your mum's experience, it's a different thing. You're not being haunted, but that energy is still there. Mm. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think my mum just came to see me, tell me that she'd find my dog. We're all good. We're together we're going to our happy place yeah, and that's what's happened. She's gone to a happy place and I'll, I'll never see or hear from her again. I very much mm. doubt. Yeah. Well, you never know. You never know, mate. Cause I don't, we don't know so. what happens. Well, we don't, but I, I think that just after death, the energy is probably still strong enough to make that connection. I mm-hmm. think given time, it's not going to have the strength to do that. If you know what I mean? And yeah. It's been several that. months and, I've not heard another <laughs> any, anything more. Yeah, so. but at least she's not in limbo, so she's probably in a better place. Well, yeah. What what is limbo? I've always understood limbo as in between heaven and hell. Okay. If you believe in heaven and hell, so limbo is sort of that lingering spirit for the hauntings and that sort of thing. Then, yeah, still, I, it's still part of an afterlife, I guess. But that, yeah, yeah. I've always understood limbo as. Uh, Spirits like uh, that have been murdered, or they they weren't done justice, and gone before their time. Yeah, and right. they're they're angry about it, and they're like, we, we can't go up to heaven. Like those films, I think I'm referencing Ghost again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where they've got to do certain things so they can get into heaven and uh, right. uh, make the soul good again. And yeah, being stuck in limbo is kind of earth, but you can't see or hear them. They're just kind of stuck there. But then I've got an interesting theory with heaven and hell. Oh, go and on. I I don't want people writing in saying I'm a butthole for saying it. But 
if the devil, Satan, is torturing bad people in hell and God is taking in the people that are all good, surely Satan is somewhat good himself for torturing the people that were bad. Well, yeah. I mean, Satan is an angel at the end of the day. Yeah. He, he was the fallen angel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really, it's been a long time since I did any Bible reading, <laughs> to be honest. But if, if I remember right, the devil really doesn't show up that much in the no. Bible. Oh, okay. I got- think, like, hell is mentioned, uh, possibly in the, in the New Testament, you know, with the Jesus and that, like, uh, uh, and maybe re- revelations with fire and brimstone and that. So, I mean, really, like, the devil... I mean, to be fair, like, the because he's not mentioned so much in the Bible, and, like, his, his name of Satan in Old English terms was actually... Uh, just a word for a bad person or an evil person. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, not specifically like a guy who's red with a pitchfork. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, Satan it was originally an angel and angels are all like halos and wing, you know, mm. wings. So uh, you, there's no reason to suspect that Satan is, or the devil is any different to that, you know, having horns or antlers and hooves and a tail, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's right. I think that that's, that's come about in more in recent years rather than the true sort of religious background that we're, we're looking into. Mm. And, um, well, I, I can't remember if I'd already mentioned it or the, if, if it cut out the morning star. Yeah. Yeah. You like, did. Uh, did you mention that? I can't remember. I can't, I we, we had a little we... accident where the camera stopped, so <laughs> we had to pause for 10 minutes and we were catching up with ourselves. I only knew that Satan, well, is Lucifer Morningstar, and I only found that out because Chloe was watching the show Lucifer, and then they said Mr. Morningstar, and I thought, that doesn't sound very threatening. <laughs> well, originally, like I say, that it, it shouldn't be because he was just a devil. He, he wronged god in some way and mm. god banished him from heaven and yeah i, I guess it, it, nowadays we think of him as being the the overlord of the underworld yeah what a cool job yeah yeah <laughs> pretty good job description do you wonder if um in hell if if it is real if there is a place um it's like the simpsons where homer had a problem with gluttony so then the devil just keeps trying to feed him donuts and then he just gets bigger and bigger still enjoying the donuts. Do you reckon it's one of those things where whatever you did in life... The punishment is ironic. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I suppose. Because yeah. that would be very interesting. By the way, we are probably concentrating... We, we, we introdu- introduced this episode as religion as a whole, but we're, I guess we're concentrating more on... on Christianity, because that's more, well, my background, at least. You're yeah. not necessarily Christian. Um, but we, I don't really have any information on, like, Hinduism or Muslim or Shinto or Buddhism or anything. I don't, I don't no. really know that much about it. But I, it, I think the values are the same. Yeah. The, the, you know, like the teachings and that. It's all about your moral compass, isn't it, really? Yeah. Good and bad. What's yeah. evil? What's but, I mean... Right? paranormal the paranormality scale has to be addressed at some point as well and i think that we've got to cover religious healers 
Oh man, religious here. I mean, what what's going on there? Is that actually paranormal? I give you the power of God, and you will <laughs> rise from the chair that you've been stuck in for twenty years. You know all that sort of thing. Yeah, is that just a stooge? Yeah, I like the ones that when you're sat at home and they touch the screen, they're like, touch the screen and I can hear your broken spine. <laughs> <laughs> How is he doing that from home? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and then you see the people, that they're, they're in the pews and they slowly get up from their wheelchair and they're like, oh, by God, he's healed. And then they slap him in the face and they all start rejoicing. And yeah. I think that's a load of rubbish, personally. I, uh, yeah, to be honest, like... Mad- magicians use stooges, don't they, to yeah. create their effects? And I think there's. Oh, got I didn't even think about that. Of... Plants in the queues, so you've got people actually there pretending to be healed. Exactly. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. What I think it is. It's got to be. Yeah. Has <laughs> to. There's another episode of The Simpsons where Bart becomes one of them. <laughs> he starts healing people. Oh, does he? I don't <laughs> yeah. think I've seen that. I one. think The Simpsons have covered everything. <laughs> I think they probably have. Yeah, we should just do a podcast on The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, I mentioned that twice. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think you're right with the with the morals of uh, Christianity and religion as a whole. I think it is a positive thing because a lot of people associate religion with being negative and bad and i mean it has caused problems for war <laughs> oh yeah <I> mean, <laughs> religion definitely has caused more wars than any other yeah. thing oil gold anything religion is the one that's really put a pinnacle on that isn't it and that's ironic because it teaches you to be good and accepting of others and no judgment and all these morals and then it creates war which is the worst thing that's happened to humanity well, yeah. so it's it's the best and the worst it brings out of humanity and people yeah um but i mean me personally i i wouldn't say i'm atheist i i think it's agnostic we've said this before it's the it's the dr pepper religion where it's you're not sure what it is you believe in something there's something out there and i don't necessarily think it's a man with a beard who's living in the clouds um because why not that'd be brilliant i mean a man with a beard (laughs) I mean, the man with the beard. Control of everything. That's not the problem of the story. I believe the man and the beard is just how would you sit on a cloud? You'd be falling through. Uh, I I think that's a metaphorical cloud. (laughs) Oh right, okay. (laughs) Bit naive there, right? Yeah, I would say rather than like heaven being above us and hell being below us, I'd I'd sort of like to go more into like Stranger Things. You know, it's another reality. Oh, another dimension. Yeah, another dimension. Like you can slip it, but you can only get there as an energy. Well, that is another thing with uh, religion, and uh, that's the brings in the paranormality side of it, or the paranormal side of it. Is is it just dimensions? Like, is it another world? Is it another planet? Do we do our? It does our energy go back into the solar system? Yeah, I, I I'd like to think so. Mm. I, yeah, I I think that's that's a a reasonable suggestion to be honest. Yeah, I like that idea as well. Like, uh, what's the when you think about everything else in nature? You know, you know, you got your nitrogen cycle, you got your hydrogen, your your water cycle, and all that sort of thing. Everything where you get energy from when you die, you break down, you put that energy back into the earth or you know yeah of course what's the, the formula where two parts oxygen one part hydrogen 
<laughs> what is the, I can't think of what the equation is. But we are made H2O, of different... H2O, water. <laughs> yeah, some, some, you know what I mean. Yeah. There's, a, there's some sort of mathematical equation that we all come from and we're made up of these things. Well, we're all, yeah, essentially made up of uh, stardust, as you said before. Yeah. When stars die, they create the matter that creates everything. So we are essentially intertwined with the universe mm. in a way that we can't escape you know yeah which i think is a beautiful thing really it is it is reincarnation that is the fundamentals of religion really reincarnation is another thing we haven't actually visited mm-hmm. uh but it ties in where I, I suppose it's it's not really to do with religion is it it's it is i think it's the hindu religion i think believe in reincarnation i think they when they die they reincarnate and live they have to live their lives until they've lived their best life. Yeah. And then they can move on to the next phase. Because I was always told that with reincarnation, when people die and they see the light, that's actually you being reborn out of the snatch. It's it's the hospital lights. You think? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it was was a cartoon. (laughs) I'd like to think that was real. To be honest, I... I think if I got to the very, very end of my life and I saw that light and it was like, right, walk into the light and suddenly, that's a bit quick. I want a resting period. Yeah. You know, I've just been alive for 70 years or whatever. I'm knackered by that point. Give me a rest before I'm born again. Yeah. Let me start again, but give me a rest in between. Yeah. Just a vicious cycle of 70 years, 70 years. (laughs) Horrible. It's like when they say like vampires. Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah. And when they say vampires live forever, like you'd want to reach a point where you're like, oh, just let me die. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I don't think immortality. Like they, they say that potentially the first immortal person could be alive today. Yeah. Just with the level of technology that we've got available to us these days. I wouldn't want to be that person. Yeah. I, I think that, I mean, even in my 40 years, like the world has changed so much mm. and you do, as you get older, you struggle to keep up with those changes. Yeah. I have no idea half the capabilities that my iPhone has Yeah, because I'm still wish it was a Nokia 3310. Oh, bring back you know? snake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. and if, if your life actually started lasting for several hundred years, even a thousand years, by the time you get, there you're just mm. not gonna have a clue what's going on are you yeah doesn't immortality also tie in with the fountain of youth isn't that to do with immortality or is that just staying younger or looking younger? i don't yeah i think the fountain of youth is just a legend isn't it um for yeah uh making yourself young again yeah i suppose it is all sort of tied in with immortality yeah and like we were talking about with uh noah's ark and the fables, if you will. Yeah. Um, another one that's just sprung to my mind is Adam and Eve. Now, what isn't the story that Eve came from Adam's rib? Is that the... Uh, yeah, I oh. think so. Yeah. <laughs> and the, that to me, and again, it's, it's another story that it's proved by science that that can't be real. But... Well, if God managed to create Adam with a click of his fingers out of nothing, or out of just a bit of stardust, mm. why did he need to take a rib off him to create Eve? <laughs> Surely he could just click his fingers again and 
<laughs> he'd just keep clicking his fingers to make people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we wouldn't all come from incest, essentially. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> and also, I... the. I believe I've read or heard somewhere that a, a scientific theory is that uh, I think it's because when they're trying to populate, they want to send people to Mars and mm. populate Mars. What is the minimum number of people that you'd need to populate, like uh, potentially Mars, and keep genetic diversity? And I think it's something like ninety-seven people. Oh. Well, it'd have to be 98 people, wouldn't it? Because you'd need to <laughs> one bloke in the corner, like, oh, I've got <laughs> but, Just one bloke in the corner. But yeah, so like Adam and Eve, just two people creating an entire population, we'd all have web fingers and toes and stuff, wouldn't we? Because yeah. you wouldn't get that genetic diversity. So God's got to have clicked his fingers a few more times yeah. and created a few more people. Because we can't have all come from just two. No, that's right. And uh, <laughs> just the thought of that is uh, pretty weird, isn't it? I mean, yeah. two people, and then the snake tempted them out of the garden, so then they were banished. And so did they just procreate and learn all that by themselves? And then God... I, I guess so. They must have done. <laughs> The stories don't really add up. No, no. But the, I think the stories are meant to be taken less literally and more like you know, the moral values of them and stuff. You know, it was mm. people were very much um, just making the stories up to to guide humans down the right path. Yeah. Uh, so, your is it? Uh, I think it's uh, Ricky Gervais that had the famous quote on a talk show where if you were to take all of the textbooks of science and everything um, that's fact and burned all of those books and novels, everything, and burnt all of the stories of religion, all the Bibles, in thousands of years' time, all of those science books would come back because we've discovered these things. It's, it's science. It's fact. Yeah, it's it's fact. science. Yeah, yeah. Whereas all of those stories in the Bible would die they'd perish you wouldn't hear about but do you not think that humans in general would inherently recreate those stories it might be different stories but would still create stories to have those moral values to guide yeah your next generation i mean you would because i think humans are they need to believe in something yeah we're curious creatures aren't we and we just have an imagination and we we make these stories we snowball them and over the years, they get bigger and bigger, and they start from something small. Like when we go back to the Jesus feeding the 5,000, like I say, it could be something so small as just feeding five to 15 people, and then over the years, it's just snowballed. It's, yeah, been blown up all out of proportion, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, but I don't judge people that do believe in these things. Because oh, no. it doesn't take away from who they are as a person. and Not at all. They've probably got really good morals. And I, I honestly do believe people that go to church every Sunday, majority of them are really good people. Like, they, they believe in neighborhoods and coming together and uniting. And every Sunday they meet up and they, they worship and they all help each other out. And there's a sense of community and a sense of just because they all believe in a God. Um 
it doesn't make them bad people at all. I think the the people that are atheists and not all atheists, but a lot of atheists that point the finger and say, Oh, I can't believe you believe in all of that. It's a load of rubbish. I actually think they're worse than the people yeah. that are religious that keep themselves to themselves. And that's what they believe. Who yeah. are we to judge? Yeah, exactly. That's well said, mate. Well yeah. said. Right, to be honest. I think atheism actually, if, if we want to go deeper, we can, but I think atheism actually can be worse for humanity than following some morals and some good moral guidelines, which, yeah. which is what religion is all about in the end anyway, isn't it? So. Yeah. So on a, on a whole, I think religion is a good thing. It, you yeah. obviously get extremists from either end of the scale. You get people that take every word from the Bible as you know, that, that is it, that I'm yeah. focusing all my energy on that. I believe in that fair play to them but then you've also got the extremists that take one tiny little bit of scripture and they make it a mountain out of a molehill and they blow it up and that's when you like, get extremists what, like the isis extremists yeah like, yeah 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 there's it's a seesaw ride isn't it yeah even with christianity you get it with um people reading the bible and reading one tiny snippet and saying oh we're against gays gays is wrong and Things like that. But then you've got other yeah, people. Gays have been around for thousands of years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, what was it? The Spartans, weren't they? Uh, fighting for Quite their possibly, lovers on, yeah. on the battlefield and things like that. But um, anyway, I think we're, we're at 36 minutes now. So we're oh, wow. Have to, um, that went quick. We're going to have to put it to the paranormality scale because that, that's our little thing. End of yep. each video. We've got to do that. Um, how paranormal would you say that religion is then in general? If we're going off of the paranormal scale as in uh, how much is real and how much is story. Yeah. I mean, the, the stories and stuff, it takes it down. But if I think about the other side of religion where it's been thousands of years, they all have similarities. Some of the stories are the same. Um, I think it's up there. It, it's yeah. for me, it's up there. Like, uh, when we talk about the afterlife and different dimensions and stuff, because no one knows there is that underlying element of there is, there's got to be something. There can't just be nothing. Well, from my so. personal experience, there's, there, there's definitely something. Yeah. You know, I heard what I heard, uh, whether everybody wants to believe it or not, that happened to me and I believe it. Yeah. And so for me, it, it, religion it, it has got a paranormal factor to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, yes, it was there. Early man needed it for policing the people, uh, and it was just a set of good moral values and that. But I think stemming from it, when you look into like the afterlife and that sort of thing, there is a paranormal element there. Yeah. No matter which God you believe in, I think there is something there. Mm -hmm. So for me personally, it's going to rate quick pretty high. Uh, and I, I'm thinking about putting about eight, eight, well, yeah. ten. Yeah. See, I was even thinking of nine, nine. Yeah, I'd be happy to go to nine. Yeah, because I, f I feel like religion is such a vast thing across the world. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's. I feel like it's not one of those things you can divide where it's like ghosts. Like, is it real or is it not? It's split fifty fifty. I think religion is so vast; it, it's everywhere. I think you have to take that into account. And for me, it's a nine. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll go for a nine as well. Yeah, if you're going nine, I'll go nine. We'll average <laughs> yeah. at nine. Yeah, let's go nine. We'll let's go, go nine. Go. Yep. Awesome. Well, 
Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, let us know in the comments section, if there is a comment section. If you agree with us, if you think that we've missed anything out, please, we'll quite happily revisit this. We've ran way over time already. Yeah, <laughs> um, we should definitely come back to religion. I think I think it's, it's worth having a second crack at it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but until then, we're going to uh, say goodbye for now. So thanks for joining us. Hope you come back next week. And for now, ta-ta. Ta-ta.